Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 237. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Aloha, Fire Nation. Who doesn't want affordable legal protection? With LegalZoom, you've got it. Just ask one of the dozens of companies on the Inc. 500 list. Go to LegalZoom.com, find the service that's right for you, and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Fire Nation, you may have been hearing the buzz about Fire Nation Elite, and rightfully so. The path of an entrepreneur is lonely and scary, and Fire Nation Elite changes all that. I've created a two-minute video just for you at FireNationElite.com so you can find out exactly what our 100% support policy means. FireNationElite.com Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Scott Crampton. Scott, are you prepared to ignite Flame on. I am 100% prepared to ignite, my friend. All right, Scott. Scott is the owner and writer of The Murder Mystery Company, the nation's most popular mystery group. He has worked as director, marketer, and creator of multiple award-winning haunted houses. Scary. Giving Fire Nation a little overview, Scott, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you, and then tell us about your business. Okay. Well, for me personally, I was, uh, I'm from, you know, theater capital of the world, which of course is Michigan. Not really. (laughs) Nobody's, nobody's in theater here. Um, and I was actually born in the cleft palate, uh, which is kind of like a hole in the roof of your mouth. And when I was born, they said that I wouldn't even be able to do things like this interview. I wouldn't be able to talk on the phone. You'd have to visually see my mouth move to be able to understand what I'm saying. And uh, I worked for about 18 years to get to a point where I can sound as about as good as I can sound right now. And um, I, that whole time, you know, uh, around fourth grade, they uh, I remember sitting down and uh, with the speech therapist and they said he's made amazing progress it's like a man the club foot running in the olympics and she, wow, I remember what her, an analogy uh, yeah and um she said she said and she laughed and i always remember this she said he could do just about anything and then she laughed and she said i mean except for like public speaking or theater and it was at that moment that challenge like, accepted yeah that's what i'm doing that is what i'm doing so uh from there on out i i went full tilt into um into theater and that's uh i i had always kind of liked it but i don't know that 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 ignited me right there that was my igniter and uh, i proved him wrong that's what i do now for a living Well, you have taken that igniter fluid, you have set it aflame, you've proved them wrong. I hope you have sent her some tickets to the Murder Mystery Company so she can come and join you and see exactly what you have accomplished. And I'm really excited, Scott, because we're going to delve way into this later on in the interview because you have a lot of exciting things to talk about. And I'm personally in love with theater on a lot of levels. I have a nice little Las Vegas Murder Mystery Uh, story myself I'd I'd like to share in a little bit. Oh, great. But before we do, let's start with a success quote. You're a listener, Scott. You know that we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. All right. My success quote is, if you're not in over your head, you're not trying hard enough. 
Ooh, well, Scott, you know the next question is, how do you apply this amazing quote to your life? Well, what we do and what we've done the whole time is we've just always tried to be bigger than we actually are until we've kind of caught up with ourselves, I suppose. And now we're trying to be even bigger. So we just we never stop. We never feel like if we feel like we're just making things happen and it's kind of working, we go and do something even bigger. Uh, to make sure that we're in somewhat over our head. And even if we fail, hey, uh, you know, you shoot for the moon, you sometimes hit a star. Boom. Was that your second quote that you were talking about? I'm going to say yes, it is, because I I fit it in so seamlessly. (laughs) That was seamless. I love it. Well, that is just great stuff. And Scott, we again are going to delve even more into how you've gotten to be the most popular mystery group in the nation. That's just exciting stuff. You obviously shot for the moon. In this case, you've hit it. But at the same time, Entrepreneur on Fire is about the journey. And not everybody's journey is a straight line trajectory to success, to being the nation's most popular of anything. So take Fire Nation on a journey. Share with us a story you failed or when you came up against a challenge or an obstacle and you had to dig deep to overcome that. And Scott, how did you overcome that? Well, um, probably about five years ago, um, I was working at a haunted house and for the sake of the story, it will remain nameless, but it was a big one that I had started but did not own. There's only 250,000 people listening, Scott. They will not... (laughs) They they could probably Google it, I suppose. Um, but uh, basically, you know, what, what happened with that is I, I spent a large portion of my life, about seven years working for this place. Uh, I created most of it, created the scares. Um, and I, I saw the running of the walls right before the whole uh, economic downturn, 2007, 2008. And I pressed through really hard to get up a second show. And we doubled our profits that year. I mean, we had money coming out of our ears. And for seven years, I've been working on a profit-sharing program with this company. So, you know, I finally made it happen. And I pushed everything I had into this. So instead of writing me a big check, I got fired. Wow. Yes. So that was my uh, that was my back-against-the-wall kind of devastating story. Uh, and all of a sudden, I went from, you know, being... Uh, uh, the big man at a uh, place that I really liked. And uh, I just, I was suddenly like, you know, jobless, had had nothing. And I thought I was going to have everything at that time. So I went from uh, a lot to a little real quick. Man, that is some crazy stuff. So Scott, what has happened to that particular company since you've left? Have they continued on? Do you keep tabs on them? I do. I mean, I, I wish him the best. I'm not trying to uh, start anything by any means, but it's part of my journey. So I wanted to share, um, you know, they're doing okay. Uh, I would say I think the scare quality has gone down personally, but I'm a little biased. <laughs> that's some uh, very interesting stuff. And that's what we love really diving into at Entrepreneur on Fire. We don't need specific names or the specific company itself, because this is about your journey and challenges that you face. So Thank you for sharing that specific one because obviously it's tough to admit, you know, in front of a lot of people that you were fired and and you know, really this wasn't a situation where you could hold your head in shame because it wasn't your fault. You've doubled their profits. It was more of a greed situation why you got fired, not because of a lack of success. But if you could just pull out one clear lesson from that experience, Scott, that you took forward with you that you can share with us, what would that be? 
Well, I have two. Fast one, you should probably have contracts. Uh, even if they're your friends, uh, it's yeah. recommended It recommended to have a contract. And I mean, I started there when I was 19, so I didn't know better. But have a contract. And then the next thing is, you know, when your back's against the wall, that's when you create your best stuff. If I hadn't left, if I, if I hadn't gotten fired from that place, I would not have the murder mystery company. It would still be a little thing that's just happening in Grand Rapids. But because I had nothing, I had to recreate something. And the second go around at it was far and away the best. So, I mean, I, I thank God that I got fired from there, that place because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have all of this. I'd still be working there, and I respectfully make quite a bit more money, and uh, I like this job a lot better than that uh, previous one. Well, Scott, that is such a common theme here at Entrepreneur on Fire. You are the 237th interview, and so many guests before you have said, you know what, John? You know what, Fire Nation? It truly took just my back being against the wall, me having to put it all on the table, that adrenaline kicking in, the survival of the fittest. So to all you listeners out there, you know, sometimes what you may think could be the worst case scenario could in the long run end up being the best case scenario because we're humans, we're survivors, we survive, we do what it takes to make things happen. And sometimes until your back's against the wall, you don't even know what you're capable of doing. You're just willing to coast along in this very comfortable environment. I mean, Scott, you were doing great things for a great company, having a lot of success. And you probably would still be doing the same thing if things are continued cruising along. But instead, you had to just take stock of yourself, drive forward, and now you've created something amazing that you can be proud of, that you control, that you can put your stamp on. So I commend you for that. A real problem. Uh, when I was there, I wasn't in over my head. I was comfortable, so I wasn't trying hard enough. And that's our mantra. Always be pushing that envelope because if you're not getting out of your comfort zone, you're not truly progressing as an entrepreneur. And, you know, that's what I try to do with Entrepreneur on Fire. We talked really briefly, Scott, before you said, John, I'm, you know, you're actually a pretty good looking guy. You don't have to be hiding behind a microphone. I can see you out there. And, <laughs> and that's what I try to do. I mean, it's so easy for people that are just podcasting to be behind the microphone, but I try to get out and speak in front of people. And of course, I mean, that's the number one phobia that Americans have that, you know, humans have is speaking public speaking. So I get nervous, but I make myself do that. You know, I'm implementing video into Entrepreneur on Fire, the brand, and just some really exciting things that I have going on that I'm continuing to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And for the uh, ladies out there, I think uh, this is a pretty attractive guy that uh, you've been listening to. So I think your lady demographic should be much higher. You should switch to, <laughs> you should switch to video, my friend. Uh, video would be a good move for you. You, you actually, uh, you look like you belong in California. Oh, so Scott, well, listen, my girlfriend and director of content creation who's sitting right next to me is not smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. No, she, she is both my girlfriend and the director of content creation, but all jokes, funny, love it. Scott, let's move into the aha moment because you've shared with us that firing moment. That's a very tough moment for everybody to face. Everybody that's really put themselves out there and strived hard and had a long career usually has faced being fired at some point or being forced to leave. But the other end of the spectrum is that aha moment, that moment when that light bulb comes on and you're like, wow, I can really make a difference and I can be my authentic self doing it. So share with Fire Nation your aha moment. How'd you turn that moment, Scott, into success? 
Well, um, I started working at Art Van Furniture, and uh, that was obviously not where I wanted to be around uh, 28, 29 years old. Uh, and uh, I started working on this murder mystery thing a lot harder, went from a side project to basically the focus of a large amount of the salespeople there. Everybody was helping me out with it. And I had my boss come up to me. And we kept losing all of these shows. You know, they want people wanted these private shows for eight people or 15 people. And I'm like, well, we can't, you know, we can't do them. It's going to be a, a lot of money. We need f- at least four actors. And even with four actors, you have, you know, one of them's a detective, one of them died, and you got a 50 50 shot of who's the killer. And my boss said something that I thought was so dumb. He's like, well, can't you just do it with like one actor? <laughs> I'm like, how is that going to work? And uh, I'm like, he's an idiot. And then I woke up that night and I'm like, that's what I have to do. I need to just do it with one actor. And we changed it out and we just, we realized, and that was our big aha moment at this company is customers can play parts. Not only can they play parts, they want to play parts. They're imagining themselves. When you go to a rock concert, you imagine yourself up on stage. That's what people do. It's called mirror neuroning. And when we discovered that, we started making all of our shows not about our actors, but about the customers. And from there, that was our aha moment. That was our everything. That's why we're so successful, because our shows are about you. You're going to walk out with a personal story, not just about something that happened to you, but likely about something you did. Ooh, can I tell my personal story now? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right. So Las Vegas, circa 2008 or 2007 timeframe. And I'm there having a great time with my girlfriend at the time. And we decided to go to a murder mystery dinner. And I believe it was called The Egg and I. I'm not positive on the name of it. But we went down there and, you know, we had the whole event and everything. Everybody was there and the the theater was extremely fun. and It was interactive. We were at this dinner table. And I had no idea really what was going on or what to expect. And neither did my girlfriend at the time. And so here we were, we were just having dinner, conversating with the people at our table, and then I noticed that one of the people that was sitting next to me goes to the person across the table, kind of out of context. She was just like, do you happen to have a breath mint? And he's like, oh yeah, sure, here you go, and like hands her a mento or something. And it's kind of struck me as a little strange, a little odd, you know, not really, but whatever. So lo and behold, that girl ends up dying, fake dying, obviously, And they said, okay, we want everybody to construct the reason why this person died. Like, who was the killer? What was their motive? Blah, 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 all this stuff. I wrote this long soliloquy of why I thought, you know, the motive. And it was this guy that slipped a memento and all this stuff. Long story short, the guy gets up there. He's like, nobody has ever come so close to the actual script as this guy. John Lee Dumas, you're the winner. I got a plaque. I still have the plaque to this day. <laughs> Just from awesome, randomly man. being in the right place at the right time. You you are a professional detective. And let me know <laughs> uh, let me let me state how brave you are to have your girlfriend, current girlfriend in the room and start a story about a Vegas trip with an old girlfriend. <laughs> that is very brave. As a brave man right there. I figured we'd already started the ball rolling, so we might as well yeah. just keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a nice relationship while it lasted. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> 
So that's just a lot of fun stuff that is surrounding. And I could not agree more, Scott, with what you're saying about your aha moment with the audience actually wanting to be involved because that was the best thing that we took away from that is that we were involved with the story, with the plot, with the byline. And that, you know, made me want to go back and be a part of it again because, you know, there's an actor inside of all of us, some more than others, but some part of every single one of us has a little bit of an actor in them. So give Fire Nation one clear lesson that you learned from this aha moment, Scott. I think the lesson is that everybody wants to play. People still want to be a kid, and we provide that. People still want to have fun like they did when they were a kid. I don't think we gave it up just because... Uh, we didn't give it up just because, you know, uh, we wanted to. I think we gave it up because society kind of told us we should. But it's still fun to dress up and play pretend. Totally. And Scott, you are the nation's most popular mystery group. Have you had an I've made it moment? I've had I've had a few uh, over the times. Um, I've definitely been on TV a few times. Um, I recently got flown out by ABC. I was a finalist for that Who Done It show that's coming up. Oh yeah! But I think my uh, that would have been my I made made it moment had I made that. So I'll go with uh, I was sitting. Uh, Coca Cola flew me out to Atlanta, and I w- uh, to do this meeting about a murder mystery they were planning. And at one point in time, one of the VPs there turned to me and he said, well, you're the expert. And I'm like, uh, okay, I guess that might be my I've made it moment. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be like, yeah, I guess I am. I am the expert now. <laughs> well, just think about all your future I've made a moment. You will always hark back to not some Coke executive turning to you, but I was on Entrepreneur on Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my I've made it moment now. Really, now this surpasses everything. Oh, Scott, you are too kind and you are such a great actor. <laughs> Let's talk about your journey. Your journey has obviously been amazing in a lot of ways, but every journey is difficult in a lot of ways as well, which makes the amazing journeys amazing. So what are your thoughts about the journey in general for entrepreneurs and how are you enjoying your journey? Well, I love it. I mean, I can't imagine work, uh, working for somebody else again. I really can't. Um, I'm so fortunate and so blessed. And we have an amazing team of people here. But, uh, you know, I just, I sit back and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just really happy. And we've, again, I, I can't stress how much we've made a lot of moves and we've just been lucky with a lot of them. Uh, and we've, we've really grown. We, 2009, we were doing like 30 shows. This year, it looks like we'll push in around 5,000. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's exponential growth. Let me just (laughs) congratulate you on that. And let's make that smooth transition now because you just mentioned this year, 5,000 shows. What's one thing that's really exciting you about your business right now? Well, uh, for your listeners, I'm going to say microsighting. Microsighting, it's not about uh, acting or anything like that. It's about advertising. But I am just in love with microsighting right now. I am GoDaddy's world's best customer. Uh, <laughs> we are constantly putting up websites. I mean, daily putting up websites. And we, we had a really strong website, a singular, very strong website. I mean, we're talking... Uh, the top murder mystery website, and we kind of capped out. You know, we, you can only be number one or number two 
so much and get so much from it. But now we're working on number th- being number three and number four and number five. And a lot of places since we've been doing microsighting, we're in the t- we're three of the top five or four of the top five results when you look up stuff. So that's what's really exciting me, and it it, it allows me to think wow, what if I did this with princess parties or what if I did this with casino nights or what if I did this with um, one of our favorite ideas is uh, a evil clown for hire. That's a little abstract, but... uh, (laughs) Hey, they hire dwarfs out. They can hire out evil clowns. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'd be um, it, it's abstract. It, uh, you, you can look it up at, uh, I think we have evilclownforhire.com. <laughs> so for the actual listener, Scott, let's talk really briefly about some successful strategies that you've used to get so many sites into the top five. It's all SEO content. Now, do note if you're sitting back and you run a t-shirt company or you're a lawyer, uh, SEO content is only going to get you so far. Uh, what I recommend most for this kind of thing is finding the soft niche and finding it very, very, very specifically. If you're looking up, for example, a uh, lawyer, you don't look up lawyer. You look up lawyer in your exact area. Uh, so obviously Google Places is very helpful, but also owning a lawyer for that particular city and town. You know, you might be in a, a lawyer in Atlanta and atlantalawyer.com and every version of it is taken. But what about the city, you know, five minutes from Atlanta? What about that? What about that website? And there's so many of them. And when you have that direct link and you have the content to follow it up and back it up and you don't make it a web ring, which is very, very important. Do not connect all your sites. Otherwise, Google will slap you. And then when you get back up, they'll slap you again. (laughs) You definitely need uh, you can. There is some kind of soft market on the Internet. It's not that compact yet it feels like it's done it feels like the gold rush is over but you're wrong it is not over there is still gold on the ground you just need to look a little harder for it well and let's keep with this gold analogy because what's been happening scott is that gold is now being dropped on the ground because everybody that did go through that initial gold rush and were using black hat strategies were linking to all their sites or buying 10,000 backlinks and then Google slapped them and then slapped them again and they tried to get back up. Those people are out of the game, so to speak. That head start that they quote unquote had is gone now and the playing field is continuing to be leveled for this SEO content. It's all about the quality of your content and you are just coming up with some great strategies, some great ideas. And we talk about this so often on Entrepreneur on Fire that need to niche and then niche down and then niche down a third time till it hurts, until it actually hurts that you're niching so much. Then you know that you've actually niched down to a soft underbelly that actually has some opportunity. So thank you for sharing that. I mean, this is something that I love really just hammering home to Fire Nation listeners is that there are opportunities out there, but you got to be the specialty person. Scott didn't become top in the nation for theater. He became the top in the nation for mystery groups, the nation's most popular mystery group. I mean, he niched it down. So I definitely commend you for that, Scott. Yeah, and uh, you know Seth Godin says that too. Everybody wants to work with experts. Nobody wants to go to the one-stop shop unless you're sitting on 50, 60 billion and you want to compete with Walmart. What you're going to have to do is you have to be very, very specific. And the more specific you are, the more people feel you're an expert in that field. 
Absolutely. So Scott, briefly share with Fire Nation your vision for the future. My vision for the future, every possible niche market that is niche entertainment, that's what we're going after, and we're going after it hard. Um, I own so many different websites that do involve all those things I mentioned along with Sideshow Acts. My goal is basically if you can't think of the brand name that does it, and it's entertainment, that's where I want to be. If you're looking at, if you're going to be like, oh, well, I do want a princess party for my daughter, or I do want a murder mystery uh, party for my birthday or my company event, uh, and you don't know, oh, the go-to name, and you search it in Google, that's us. That's where we fit. If you're, uh, I think it's called a fractionized market or a fractured market, that's what we go for. Exciting stuff, Scott, and I'm definitely looking forward to tracking your progress through this market. Well, thank you. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get ready to be protected, legally protected, that is. Wait, you didn't think I meant, no, never mind. Are you ready to get protected, Fire Nation? Then let LegalZoom help you do just that. Not only do they offer award-winning services at an affordable price, they'll help you every step of the way. No need to be scared. They've got you covered. LegalZoom services have been developed by the best legal minds in the country, and every business they engage with gets personalized attention. I do want to add a quick disclaimer. LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction, but there's so much more. Now, every LLC and incorporation package includes easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value for free. Be sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. So let's get protected, legally protected. Protect what's yours today. Visit LegalZoom.com. So we've now reached my favorite part of the show, Scott. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. A very (laughs) non-pressure. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Picking one thing. I was doing eight to ten different things. Uh, When all of those fell away, thank God they did. If I hadn't failed seven times simultaneously, I would have never been left with this. It's that bright, shiny object syndrome, Fire Nation. Figure out what you're passionate about, focus on your niche, and go. What's the best advice you've ever received, Scott? Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah, and Seth Godin talks about this too. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, and I, I am a big Seth Godin fan, which I know you are as well. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's so true. Uh, you know, we always think as you know twenty somethings or even thirty somethings that you know these these fifty year olds with all the answers. Uh, and it's just like when you're a kid, you assume mom knows everything, and then you have a kid, and you're like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. And everybody thinks the next generation knows, but in reality, nobody really knows what they're doing. Oh, and that's never more true than it is today. I really assume that my two-year-old niece knows more than I do, and I'm probably right. So, Scott, what's something that's working for you right now? I hate going back to it, but uh, the internet and microsightings, that uh, that is really strong. We have been hiring uh, just in like $10 an hour, uh, fresh out of high school IT people, and they can all build websites, and it's great. And then I go to Fiverr.com. I get a lot of content there. And uh, boom, you got a website up. 
Scott, don't ever apologize. We love having themes on this show. It's what you believe in, kick it to us. Let's talk about an internet resource now, like an Evernote that you're in love with, that you can share with Fire Nation. Fiverr. I'm in love with Fiverr. I don't know uh, why people do things for $4. I get it sometimes, but you go to Fiverr. I know Fiverr gets a dollar. They get $4, and they if you find the right people, you find amazing things. I have fun stuff on our website that cost me a grand total of like $10 to $15. <laughs> I have one that's... Um, it's called puppet testimonials, paid puppet testimonials, just something fun we threw up there. And it's just uh, a bunch of different puppet videos of them saying how great the murder mystery company is. Oh, my God. I'm writing that down right now. Paid puppet testimonials. You can get anything, though. I mean, birthday presents, all this different stuff. Fiverr is amazing. Oh, the coolest thing I've ever done with Fiverr that, again, going back to my two-year-old niece that absolutely loved was the Kermit the Frog. I had the Kermit the Frog actually sing her happy birthday using her name, and it was so good. And I know a, a birthday card's like two ninety five to $4, and Fiverr is Kermit the Frog singing uh, your two-year-old niece happy birthday. It's, <laughs> it's a ridiculous value. It could be called tenor, and I'd still probably be there. <laughs> Ooh, maybe there's an opportunity out there, Fire Nation. Again, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything else that we've talked about in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Scott Crampton. So Scott, if you could recommend a book for our listeners, what would it be? Um, Dave Ramsey, Entree Leadership, or Dave Ramsey, Every Other Book He's Written. I'm a huge Dave Ramsey fan. Um, I put all our employees on it. Um, I just had my CPA about a week ago tell me, Scott, I think if you weren't debt free, you would probably have gone out of business at some point in time in the last, <laughs> but I am debt free and the company's been debt free and I bootstrapped it. I didn't borrow any money whatsoever. And because of that, that allowed me to um, make a lot of mistakes uh, that I could pay for and could afford to pay for. I love it. I'll let you get away with it just because how much I like you, Scott, because Dave Ramsey, he's the only guy that's standing in front of me, Entrepreneur on Fire, and number one in all of business in iTunes. So we're having a little battle right now. Obviously, he's the king of podcasting. I'm just trying to be a little upstart and uh, poke in front of him every now and then. But I've taken many screenshots at number two, but never at number one. That guy is a statue there. Well, uh, if it helps, I'm really only recommending his books. Clearly, your podcast <laughs> is better than his podcast. There's, there's no doubt about that. For example, his podcast, I don't know if you know this, has never had me on it. And thus, uh, your podcast must be better <laughs> I love your logic, Scott. So, Fire Nation, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com. It's a gift from Audible for Entrepreneur and Fire listeners, eofirebook.com, Entree Leadership. It truly is an awesome book. I read it. I love it. So, Scott, this next question is my favorite. It's a little tricky. But not that tricky for you because you've listened to the show over 100 times, so you've probably heard it before. But still, take your time, digest, and then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
Uh, I start with GoDaddy. I'd uh, look for some soft markets for entertainment. I would uh, buy, uh, buy a bunch of different uh, website names. I would buy some websites. I'd build websites, focus on uh, focus on simple things like that. And I would probably be able to either rebuild this or rebuild some kind of version of this uh, pretty fast, in my opinion. I'd probably have to buy a lot of silly hats and some fake guns <laughs> for Fiverr. our shows. But uh, and Fiverr, yeah, I'd probably do some of the five with five hundred dollars. I'd probably do some of the five uh, Fiverr stuff myself uh, because at that <laughs> point I don't got a lot of money. Uh, and eventually I got to eat. But uh, I, I think you, I could put it together right now. And I think anybody, if you have even, you know, I, I go around and I talk and I tell kids this. But I'm like, if you don't own your own website name, your own website, and then something you're interested in, you're just wasting an opportunity. It's so inexpensive to do this. Uh, websites should cost 300 times what they cost. They really should. For how much value you get on it, if you compare it to like a billboard or anything else, they, uh, they're, it's, it's amazing that they're so cheap. Uh, I, I'm amazed by that. So that's what I would do. I would, I would jump right back into the sea of web and, uh, I would, I would go for it. I, I would find a soft, uh, a soft underbelly though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be starting a t-shirt company. I can tell you that. Well, Scott, with your passion, with your drive, with your skills, I have no doubt that you'd soon be back on top. <laughs> so give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. All right. Start now. Just just start like right now. Like don't even finish listening to me talk. Just <laughs> start uh, get your stuff going. Uh, you know, you in the days of business now, you don't have to build a brick and mortar. You can fail 300 times and it can cost you about $400. Uh, you know, wait until you get a bunch of leads, then decide if you have a great business or not. It's, it's an amazing, amazing age to live in. And uh, you can find us at uh, www.grimprov.com. That's grimprov.com or www.themurdermysterycompany.com. Both are very easy to find, or you can just Google us at The Murder Mystery Company. And we're in 15 different states, 21 uh, public shows. Uh, There is is very hard to look at a map and be somewhere in America and us not be local to you. So give us a call. Well, Scott, Fire Nation is probably pumped up. They're probably either starting or on the internet looking for the closest venue that you're at to them right now. And they're also well aware they can find the links to everything that we've talked about at entrepreneuronfire.com slash Scott Crampton. So Scott, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And let's give it up for our five-star reviews. Tech Savvy Lender, Rick New Media, Frank Jr.'s Boy, Virginia M., Lax Chica 14, Los Tigres del Norte, DiDonardo, Glenn Evans, Tune In Law, and Owen McGab. Thank you so much for supporting Entrepreneur on Fire, and I look forward to thanking everybody who does the same. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.